Hello, I'm your host, Michaela Marshall, and this is Welcome to the Hellmouth. Hi, I'm your host, David Lindley. This is the Buffy podcast where I apparently don't remember a goddamn thing <laughs> about this show. Hellmouth? Hellmouth. There's so many things that happened in this episode that I was like, I'm sure he has no idea. <laughs> so exciting. No clue at all. Holy God. It's amazing though. Yeah. This is season four, episode 13, the Iron Team original air date, February 8th, 2000. I knew that my, my memory of the rest of this season was like hazy, but... <laughs> Like, I, I know nothing, Michaela. Oh, I, I thought know. last episode I was like, oh, I've got a thing I know. Adam. <laughs> and that was it. And now, like, shit's gone into overdrive. Holy Overdrive. Fuck. <laughs> yeah. When you didn't remember, like, who Adam was, no. I was like, oh, he knows nothing. Excellent. Nothing about <laughs> the rest of this season. Woo! This is the trampoline hair episode. Yes. As promised, as foretold by Netflix prophecy. As foretold. Willow is doing some magic at the poker table, and Anya and Xander are both not very impressed at all. I understand that she's not doing real magic, but, like, praying to a goddess still seems a <laughs> lot like cheating to me. Very much like cheating. Xander makes a nice reference to, like, what, his new material hitting the street? No, it's more oh. druggy than that. What does he say? Merchandise? Oh, it is merchandise. Yeah. God. But that's gonna change once my merchandise hits the street. <laughs> and Willow's like, you're selling drugs? And he's like, no. Why would I be selling drugs talking like that about these things? They're boost bars. They're not drugs. And you're like, why are you talking about them like they're drugs? And you're like from the 60s then so these are the world's most suspicious bars right so suspicious like right? band candy level suspicion <laughs> like and they just they're always eating the bars and you're like what are the bars about <laughs> what are the bars about <laughs> we'll see next episode michaela anya's got a pretty kicking orange shirt on there is so much orange in this season like <laughs> This season is orange and bright red. So Willow's much been doing it. Red. Buffy's been doing it. Yes. Anya's been doing it. They're all fucking getting in. These are the colors. I don't know why. Actually, yeah, Buffy had like that gold skirt on at one point. Mm -hmm. Just like bright red through yellows. Mm-hmm. Buffy goes and fights the Inquisition. God, they have such garbage looking guns. Aren't they so dumb? And it's oh. even worse when they're all together and they all have the guns. <laughs> oh, it's so bad. But holy shit, Michaela, there are two, maybe three possible scenarios here. None of them is very good. Scenario number one, Buffy was good at stealth. This is by far the worst <laughs> scenario. It took the command bros 40 something minutes to find her. She has her stealth cap on. Oh, her cap of plus one stealth. <gasps> I, it's probably way more than plus one. Her stealth is It's gotta garbage. be plus 20, yeah. Right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she's literally wearing her stealth cap. I don't know what your problem with this is. Because, <laughs> like, scenario two was the command bros are shit at searching for her. Which, again, they're college students, so maybe, maybe. they really are. And then scenario three is that, I don't know, there's this weird conflux of it's an area that Buffy knows well and she's fast and she runs away. Uh, hmm. Yeah, Cap of Stealth is the best solution for this. Right. So 
I saw her stealth cap and I thought to myself, that's why she managed to get away from them for so long. But now I'm just realizing she's wearing a silver coat. Yeah. It's literally silver. Oh, it's very bright. The it's entire so outfit's reflective. quite bright. Yeah. Yeah. So they're garbage. It's sort of a meeting it's a in the middle. combination of stealth cap and garbage. Yeah, they whiffed their check, that's for sure. <laughs> but yeah, she fights a couple of them off in manner most dramatic and mags is super impressed by this Mm-hmm. everyone loves buffy she's so great she's the best graham even gets a line about how she's awesome mm, graham's getting so many lines this episode oh, yo he gets so many this episode i actually was really like excited five. for him that he got a line in this scene and then later on he was just like spewing all this word vomit <laughs> banter with banter. forest and you're like yep. holy shit what is happening graham so we're like forgotten about this whole sunshine thing right with vampires like we don't even give a fuck anymore (laughs) is that where we're at yeah because spike's got a new crypt and it's pretty sick it's humongous first of all uh no first of all there are like 12 windows all of them having a sunshine directly through them it's it's a bad place for spike to live without like I don't know, boarding up the windows. Heavy drapes. And it's really strange because he's in this place where there are all these windows, all this natural light. And he like makes a fuss about the light when Giles opens the door. (sighs) Yep. After having walked through it. (laughs) It's problematic, I guess, to always have to shoot the, the vampire scenes at night. But I don't know. Put some drapes on the window, man. Angel had some drapes. Yeah, it was it's not fine. hard. Giles visits him and they are still the best combination. Giles <laughs> is paying him a full $300 Woo! in recognition of his services. Giles could so easily have just never paid Spike. <laughs> like, think about it. What is Spike going to do? No, because Giles is over here to be like, hey, you're a demon fighter now. You're able to fight demons and nothing else. Have you considered joining our superhero team? (laughs) He does try to play the higher purpose card pretty hard. And Spike's like, I don't need you guys. Bring us into our first segment of our evening. And this time, I mean it. (laughs) And this time, I mean it. (laughs) Lone wolf. Spike is breaking up with the Scoobies. He's done with them forever. This time, he's not going back. Doesn't Never. matter if they come crawling to him, he's not going to do it. They yep. are donezo. Nothing of, of the sort. Never again will they hang out in Giles' house together. <sighs> nope. Never. Definitely not. Dunzo Washington is what they are. Yep. And Super yeah, Dunzo. this is just the segment where we uh, take a moment to recognize the, the moment where someone very correctly in the show says, nope, this is the end. Yeah, just how done they are and, like, means it and it'll never come back up. (laughs) Definitely not. We skipped over a little quick scene about with Buffy and Willow talking about how they're going to go to the bronze Mm -hmm. for for a Mm -hmm. little bronze date with the Scoobs, which sounds nice. And Riley's just got all of his fucking buttons done up. Right. End of button (sighs) watch. These are the end of days. I think it's now that he has a girlfriend. He's like, Uh... wow, I gotta look better. No, no, he no longer needs to present his chest in such a way. Oh, wow. (laughs) So literally the opposite, huh? You sounded so horrified by that concept. He's got to keep covered up 
for modesty. Yeah. yeah. No, he has to be modest now. Before it was all like, oh, there's only one shirt layer covering <laughs> this chiseled surface. Ladies. <laughs> oh no, my shirt is barely hanging together <laughs> by the merest of buttons. Just, just one button. Oh, it could so easily be torn asunder. This is the worst. This is the worst bit we've ever done. This is worse than every masturbatory. I hate everything. All right. Shall we talk about another overtly sexual scene between Buffy and Riley then? That turns out to be wackily non-sexual. Oh, it's so wacky. Is Buffy sure that she's she's ready for this? Oh yeah, she's been looking forward to it for so long. And the moment feels right. And it's a spooky elevator. To Inquisition HQ. It's the normal elevator. So I call it spooky because in my mind I'm like, you couldn't get trapped in it when you have no voice. But that was just <laughs> that one time. <laughs> that was really just that one time. Spooky. This is not an emergency situation. Spooky. So I'd like to direct you to our first image. <gasps> Buffy's skirt, I think it's called. <gasps> Before I look at this, I'm going to ask if it's the note I have that says, is that skirt more like a tablecloth or a curtain? <laughs> <laughs> that's a that's a good call. I'm not sure which one is closer. I think tablecloth. Mm, tablecloth. Because, yeah, that's not really a curtain thing. I could see that being on a table. There are rectangles <laughs> of crazy. something else on it. It's like almost quilted. Yes, it is quilt-esque, but not in the way where it's like heavy like a quilt. Not it's thick. More no, like no, no, no. Like tablecloth material. Yeah. <laughs> it's so fucking wacky. I love it. It's very hard to describe though. You really have to look at the picture. No, it's it's true. And like this whole outfit, she's got oh. that leather jacket. She's oh, got the those brown tall leather jacket. Boots. Mm. <laughs> they like match the jacket pretty perfectly. They do her such a disservice. It's so hard to find a clear shot of this whole outfit together. <laughs> Oh, it's magic, though. It's really weird. Like, basically every inch of skin from, <laughs> from like, neck down to, well, neck down, I guess, yeah, is completely, completely covered, covered. Yeah. by this. And, and by most of her outfits. Because, you know, anytime the skirt goes all the way to the floor, then there's just, I don't know, this is the world that we currently live in. So they get down into the Inquisition and Buffy tells Riley that this is way bigger than she thought it would be. <laughs> ah, ah, see what, see what's happening? The, the room is very large, yeah. Oh, yeah, that, sorry. Anyway, they try to have a covert kiss, and uh. you're like, why? Why here? Why <laughs> it's now? the worst place. The literal worst place to have a kiss, and Mags is right there to interrupt them, and she's right to do so. They're up above everything. It's not like, <laughs> like, they have to go down some stairs to get to the meat of the Inquisition. Like, everyone can see them where they are. It's so bad. Like, oh, guys, what, what are you doing? You're not being subtle at all. No. Meg's hair is, like, mildly baby cheetah. Mildly. It's getting back towards there, and I'm sure by next episode she'll be full <laughs> baby cheetah again. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> oh, God. She's trying to be funny. She's really bad at it. Oh, my God. The one joke. Why would you have that one joke? Although it's a good joke. She says she's going to make Buffy eat the entire document after she's read it. Yeah, which is pretty funny, but she delivers it the same way she delivers all the information. Oh, yeah. So it doesn't come off as a joke. 
No, there's zero tonal difference in it. It's amazing. Well, and I think it's, like, I, I don't think it's the actress doing a bad job. I think it's super on point for Mags. Yeah, she's doing a great job with it. That's how Mags would make a joke. Poorly. Yeah, horribly. <laughs> now, it was at this point that I started to wonder to myself. So, like, Buffy makes a bit of a slip up where... Oh, she's so bad. And, and her lying is garbage, as always. We've made significant advances in reconditioning the subterrestrials bringing them to a point where they no longer pose a threat. So I've seen. On the Discovery Channel. With gorillas and sharks, they, they made them all nice. You haven't seen it. But she makes this slip up and then continues to protect Spike. Oh, Why? Call. Because now she's literally in the place where Spike got the chip, giving him back to them just, like, takes him off the street. Why on earth is she protecting him? Uh, all women lie? <laughs> <laughs> Have you been watching The Room again? Is that... <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna go with all women lie. Oh, God. I don't want that to be the message that we're going with. <laughs> No, that's a good question, though, because, yeah, Buffy really doesn't have much reason to like Spike right now. All she does is put herself in the position where she has to very unconvincingly lie to them, which makes her look more suspicious, and the only thing she's doing is protecting Spike. Like, there's no other reason for her to lie. So the fact that she's known where he was for a while kind of makes it awkward for her to just be like, oh, yeah, I saw him the other day. For the first time ever. I guess it's a little weird to be like, oh yeah, he was like chained up in Giles' house for a while. I was feeding him blood in an overtly <laughs> sexual manner. And then we almost got married. <laughs> <laughs> right, yeah. Like some of that might come up if the Inquisition recapture Spike and... Maybe it's a little awkward? Okay. Yeah, I don't know. She's got uh, questionable reasons, but maybe reasons. You know, it's fine. Tara has something to show Willow, Michaela. And it's not what you might think yet. So I have an image in the Dropbox called Crystal Part. Mm. Because I think that the crystal is semi-vaginal. Hmm. Am I jumping to conclusions? Maybe. Crystal Part. Ah, uh, it's vaguely cup-esque. And it's just so pink. <laughs> it's very pink. And it would make sense. This this image really is more about the fact that Tara's zigzag part has just gone mm. off the rails oh, in the man, most spectacular huge. way. It's, Look at it. It's so much more zigzaggy than it ever was the first time she had it. Oh, it's glorious. <laughs> That's crazy. The stuff of legends. Why? It's like she's got a giant V or like an arrow on the top of her head. So if any yeah. birds are looking down, they're like, oh, that way. I should go that way. Yeah. I just can't imagine who does this look flatter? Like who has this zigzag part and is just high fashion? You know, I don't know. Huh. Good job, Tara. She's paired it with a very attractive blue sweater as well. So Tara generally does sort of dress in this kind of frumpy, not very fashionable, like, didn't put a lot of effort into her outfit way. Frumpy is the good word, yeah. Like, I don't think that's something that's particularly important to Tara. I can see her just kind of throwing on a pair of pants, throwing on a sweatshirt, and leaving, right? Which is a True pretty story. reasonable college person thing to do. Yeah, I do that shit every day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sure. <laughs> then we get into this trope that i really hate which is the 
person A says, hey, let's do something tonight. Person B says, oh, I'm busy tonight. And person A then concludes, well, I guess that means you hate me. And they go their separate ways. And this is a conversation that comes up in so many forms of media and is just so awfully contrived. Because, like, literally, either person could fix this so easily. Yes, they've said that they're busy tonight. That doesn't mean they're busy forever. But it's always taken as, like, oh, they're busy forever and they hate me. And it never goes well. And they do it just straight this episode. And I'm like, nope, nope, they guys. They really do. And no. so it's on It's on both of them. Because, yeah. you know, Willow could very easily say, oh, actually, I'm busy tonight. But tomorrow I don't have anything. She could easily do that. Or right? Tara could say, oh, sometime later. It doesn't have to be tonight. Neither of them do this. I can't really imagine that from Tara, to be honest. Sure. She's quietish. It, that and yeah, like she's sort of already put herself out there, right? By asking, and so it's. I think it's more on Willow to oh, it's sort more of, on Willow, yeah. To say, oh, I can't do tonight, but I would like to hang out with you a different night. Her tone says like, oh, tragic. I can't tonight, but yeah, it'd be great later. Her voice, the words actually say, <laughs> uh, not tonight. <laughs> and you're like, yeah, which mm. is yeah, full stop. And that's not what she means at all. Uh, it's just so contrived and it happens so often i think so if tara were a guy who she was Mm. doing sexy magic with she probably would be more comfortable bringing her to the bronze but the fact that you know it's this new person and on top of it it's this person she's having feelings for who is a girl Mm -hmm. i think she is feeling overly awkward about the whole thing and that doesn't excuse you know the easy way she could have avoided this situation. At least there's some sort of justification for it, I guess. It's, yeah. It really is just so trite, guys. And it never <laughs> creates real drama. No. And it doesn't last very long ever. And it's no. just so cheap and easy. I don't know. It's gross. <laughs> so yeah, Tara can't come to the bronze tonight. And I'm sure no one else would bring uninvited guests either. We'll see in a little while. <laughs> but first, Adam. So... I did not have a ton of future info on this thing. Now did I? (laughs) You sure didn't. You knew his name and that he was kind of a Frankenstein guy. Yeah, he is a Frankenthinger and his name is Adam. And that's what we get. (laughs) So we're not going to call him Adam? Adam. With three (laughs) A's. No, we're not. Good. (laughs) Yeah, so he's like Mags' baby, basically. Surrogate baby. If Riley is not her... Riley's like her first kid, and then Adam's her new shiny kid. No, so I'm curious, before this episode, because it's heavy-handed in this episode, was it clear how, like, inappropriate her semi-maternal feelings for Riley are? No, zero percent. I never got that sentiment even a little bit before this. And I can't think of another situation. Like, before this, he was sort of clearly her favorite because he's the best soldier. Yeah, he's the team lead. Yeah. And, you know, he's her TA. Clearly, he's also good at that aspect of things. And so she likes Riley, but doesn't have this really, really weird stuff goes on in this episode with her relationship with Riley. Yeah, it goes way deep to the point where she's like, Oh no, Riley. I mean, Agent Finn. And you're like, what? 
is even happening right now? You're like, where's all this coming from? This seems like this is the first episode that it's happening in. This had never happened before. This is such an interesting turn of development for the rest of the season. Mm -hmm. Yeah, going to set up some really interesting stuff for (laughs) sure. Yeah, Between Mags and Ri-Fi, that's correct. We get this pretty quick shot of Adam here. But Mm -hmm. you can tell, at least, that he's part person. There's some robot (laughs) aspects happening. Mm -hmm. And then maybe a little bit something else in there. A little little bit of demon, maybe? A little bit bit demon. (laughs) Yeah, a little bit. Oh, yeah. Maybe. It's hard to tell. He's a Frankenthinger. It's fine. So Buffy does show up to the bronze about an hour late as everyone else is just about to leave. And she's brought some friends, which was totally expected and appreciated by her (laughs) friends who have not really gotten a chance to hang out with her and are kind of sick of her diva shit right now. Because she's like, oh, everyone thought I was the best. Hey, Willow, you're dumb. And this is another episode where Buffy is being incredibly oblivious. Mm Mm-hmm. And, like, was she always this oblivious? (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) So she's book smart, but not social smart. I yeah, guess? I can kind of believe that. Yeah. That's not too much of a stretch. I don't think it's out of character for her to be this oblivious. I don't. No. And she's in this situation where all of a sudden she has these shiny new friends and she is super popular with them because she's all cool and powerful and her shiny new boyfriend is one of them so yeah i mean Mm -hmm. of course she wants to hang out with them they sound super fun yeah especially forest that guy is he's great (laughs) hey when's the last time he was gross i don't even remember uh this episode later shortly very shortly yeah good uh (laughs) i'm gonna go go ahead and call buffy's shirt spicy again Ooh, it is spicy. Okay, right. so it's the spaghetti strap, what, halter top, I think and, she calls it? Yeah, it's a halter top. Very low V. And she's paired it with at least three different necklaces. At which least. is just astonishing. <laughs> One of them's, like, spiky. No, it's so, it's so like, prickly. Yeah. <laughs> it's the strangest thing. And yeah, we're talking, like, like completely open back. Like, mm-hmm. one string holding everything together. Yeah, barely a shirt, really. And later yeah. on when she's like, oh, I've patrolled in this halter many times. You're like, have you? Are you comfortable? <laughs> Did it stay on? <laughs> Is that part of the process? Like they're have... distracted? I don't know. That would probably be very distracting. Mm. Yeah, I don't know. Does she always wear all of these necklaces? That seems like... <laughs> it's so many necklaces. It took me a little while. I just, like, I was looking at it and I was like, oh, that's a weird necklace. Oh, no, that's two. Oh, there's a third one. (laughs) Yeah. That's good, though. Anya's super Mm. not down with the command bros because she knows that they are capturing demons and feels threatened by this. She should. I think that's fair. I think if they knew what she was, she would absolutely be black bagged. But they can't study her anymore. She's... She's literally a human now. They don't fucking know that. I mean, they're not gonna take someone's word for it. Yeah, I guess. But she has they're no. They're gonna demon at least interrogate traits, her. I guess they'll interrogate her. They'll learn all about her subterrestrialness. <laughs> anyway, let's get into our second segment. Little segment that I like to call Beeper King. I mean, you work in a business. Business people need beepers. No, they need cell phones. Oh yeah, for now. But the beepers gonna be making a comeback. Technology's cyclical. No, technology is not cyclical. <laughs> oh, oh, so many good <laughs> memories. 
hey, so, hey, man, beepers, they're, they're making gonna, a comeback. They're making a comeback, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Buffy has been granted the highest of tech gadgets Ooh. by her local resident, Q, uh, mm. also known as Mags. Yeah. Part of this is a beeper. Uh, pager, sorry. Pager. And all of the other command bros have them. Now, this segment's about, like, bad technology in the show in general, but I do really love when all of their fucking pagers <laughs> go off at the same time. Riley looks down at his, looks up at the rest of them, and is like, that's us. Let's go. It's like, of course it's fucking you. Like, <laughs> They're all, all of your fucking off. pagers went off. Not only that, but only the Inquisition has that pager number. Like, yeah. it can be no one else. Like, <laughs> of course it's fucking you guys. Like, it's the most <laughs> suspicious goddamn thing I've ever seen. <laughs> Ten boys roll up to a club. All of their fucking pagers go off simultaneously and they just roll out of there. Yeah, no, that's that's totally normal. And I get that cell phones are still a pretty new thing right now. Rifi had that, one! Right? right Rifi has one. The fact that they would rather give Buffy a pager than a cell phone seems <sighs> really insane. weird. I guess they don't really want to have that conversation where someone else can hear it. Because they're going to have so. to go and get briefed before the mission anyway. Like, does texting exist right now? <laughs> I don't know. Good question. <laughs> all good questions. I just love that they have all these fucking pagers and oh, oh it's so good. It's so when, good. When Mags gives her a pager, Buffy's like, ooh, I've been thinking about getting one of these. Remember <laughs> that time that she had one in season one? Oh, yeah. <laughs> For one episode? Yeah. <laughs> and then Didn't, that like, never Giles came up again? call it or something? Yeah. Giles is like, oh, I'll, I'll contact you on your beepy thingy if I find anything. Yeah. I want to huh. say that Owen was there, but I don't know. I think he may have been. It might have been that one. Mm-hmm. Anyway, they gotta go hunt down some poke demon or something. <laughs> Nerd scientist uh, wants its arms to be kept intact. They got some sort of like extendable claw or like bone blade thing. It's pretty cool. It's a little poker. Yeah. It's a poker demon. Oh, poker demon. Of course. Of course, of course. Not a polka demon, so it doesn't have uh, an accordion. It could be a polka demon and still have a poker, I think. Yeah. And like, I, it also has an accordion. I seem to remember accordions being involved in some way. Yeah, probably later. Anyway, Buffy's got a bunch of questions, which is a bunch of fun. Uh, everyone else has precisely zero questions. And Mags is kind of annoyed. Well, because the rest of them are soldiers. <laughs> Buffy is not a soldier. No. It, by any means. Like, soldiers are not supposed to ask questions. They're supposed to follow orders. Mm -hmm. And they've already had some... Uh, like maybe one conversation where they have uh, some misgivings about Buffy and her unpredictability. Mm -hmm. And like as a military organization, they should have those questions. Yeah. Yeah. Like she's really unpredictable. Oh my God. Yeah. She's terrible on patrol too. <laughs> yeah. She's so fucking chatty and they're like, we're looking for shit, man. How do you fucking stealth up on anything? And she's like, what's that? <laughs> Sneak? Well, so she doesn't. And like, this is, her her approach to this is very different because she's so incredibly confident, which mm -hmm. she should be because they're just, you know, some crappy polka demons, right? Like, right. What, does she, what does she even care? So yeah, she is happy to just kind of like walk around, talk out loud to herself and attract the demons to her. And that's that's fine. I mean, that def definitely works. She does attract them all as she's chatting inanely. 
Yeah. So Willow goes out, goes to hang out with Tara, and Buffy goes on patrol with the CBs. And Forrest starts bitching because he's Forrest. And they're all just being remarkably sexist. And you're like, wow, yeah, Mags is the only lady in the Inquisition. Forrest is being a whiny jerk. Mm-hmm. I don't know that he's intending to be... I guess he is complaining that she's a girl. Yeah, and yep, that's one of his complaints. Yeah, so that's really problematic. Especially mm-hmm. after she, like, destroyed their patrol unit. Yeah, handed him in, his ass. In, like, 30 seconds. Right. And he also feels that uh, the fact that she's Riley's girlfriend is the reason that she's sort of taken Forrest's spot in the in the crew i love the fact that yeah she's displaced him and he's so butthurt about it yeah like oh i used to be number two yeah graham's like yo you have your own squad now suck it up what the fuck's the matter yeah yeah dummy i Uh, like that we've returned to no one wearing their face masks (laughs) god no why would they why would they they did very briefly at the start of the episode yeah nah we're done again Absolutely done. Because you have to be able to see their mouths moving. It mm-hmm. makes understanding what they're saying so much easier. And it makes the emotions come across. And they just, they can't do it anymore. And I understand that. But it's also pretty dumb. <laughs> it's the dumbest. Uh, the CBs do see Spike, though. They man- <laughs> He manages to evade them He's... without hurting them or himself. Okay. So this is very problematic. Because they try yeah. to net him. Right. He grabs the net from the guy and like whips the guy around with it, which presumably would hurt that guy. Yep. Then he hucks his bag at another guy. Yep. And I mean, he says later that he was buying smokes and blood. (laughs) He's got a full grocery (laughs) bag of smokes and blood. I love it. Oh, God. (laughs) But like, how heavy is that? Did that hurt the command, bro? Mm hmm. It certainly distracted him. Well, and, like, if we're going off the idea that it's Spike's intention. intention, Yeah. Yeah. Then Spike's intention was to throw that at the command bro, hurt him so that he could get away. And there was just no, no pain from Spike at all. No, but he did evade the net, which makes him just automatically about a billion times better than either Angel or Buffy. (laughs) We've been over this. Nets are Angel's kryptonite. They're so powerful. Not against all vampires, just against Angel. Yeah. Yeah, Buffy's also been caught in a couple of nets. She has? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Spike, though, too crafty for a net. Too crafty for a net. I bet Ethan wouldn't be caught in a net. I'll pull oh, one hell out. No. Oh, poor <laughs> Ethan. Caught in a military prison. Oh, it's probably really bad. This one's for you on the inside. <laughs> anyway, Riley and Buffy start fighting the Pokedemon and oh? this is intercut with Buffy <laughs> having sex with Ryfi. Uh, uh. I thought it was a daydream, but like it's a surprisingly graphic sex scene for uh, for the age bracket because like there's no blood in this show anymore. No. But then yeah, you I have don't know. this. It's and all oh, the music. Is just <laughs> I. It did not work for me. It's over the top. Yeah, and like having it cut in maybe takes away a bit of the... What word do I want? I really don't want to use the word erotic. I think I'm fighting <laughs> against that. Narrative? No, just like like having it split Sensual. up like that. 
<laughs> That's also bad, yeah. If all those scenes were right together, mm -hmm. I think it would seem more explicit. Sure. Now, while I was watching this, mm -hmm. I, and like, I feel bad about this, but there was this face that Rifi made. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm going to send it to you now because I took a screenshot of it. And I feel bad about it. I can't be more clear about that <laughs> because it is is an unkind screenshot. Oh, and I didn't so want you excited. to see it until this very moment because I want your genuine reaction. I'm so excited. Oh my God. <laughs> I put it in the Dropbox. It should be there. Okay. Oh no. Oh God. It's just called <laughs> Sex Face. <laughs> <laughs> That's unkind to <laughs> Mr. Blucus, who had to change his name from whatever it was before to Blucus to avoid the shame <laughs> associated with this shot. Listen, I feel bad. I can't be more clear about that. It's just, it's magic, you know? In much the same way that Spike getting tackled by Xander, that screenshot yes. captured something. Yeah. This really captures... <laughs> <laughs> just a momentary glimpse of something truly magic yeah yeah so Holy that'll be on God. on the facebook page if you guys want to see it i i don't want to try to describe it slightly crossed eyes his mouth <laughs> just agape there's like a weird his, half tongue coming yeah, out his tongue is on its way out <laughs> <laughs> it's really unflattering it really oh. is don't worry, Michaela. I'm sure this is the only, only Buffy and Riley sex scene that we'll ever see in this yeah. show. So, and then Mags is just making the weirdest sex tape. Honestly, Gal, oh, what God. what you're even doing? Like we've gone from Mags is a tough as nails professor slash head of the Inquisition to now she's just a creepo, weirdly who, obsessed like, with Rifi. Is weirdly obsessed with Rifi. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay, watching them like. The fact that she has a camera, it kind of makes sense, not from a, I agree with it perspective, but from like this organization Security. perspective. Yeah. But the fact that she's just like, oh, watching them bone down. Super weird. Incredibly weird. Did you notice that these sheets are red? Yes, obviously. Like Buffy <laughs> cannot have sex with a guy unless it's in red sheets. That's one of the items on her checklist. I I guess it just does it for her. I don't even know. I really want to make a portmanteau of sex and checklist, but like, mm. it's not working for me. Sex. See, the, the yeah. sounds are too similar. Yeah. yeah. No, it doesn't quite work. But hey, this is one boyfriend that maybe won't turn into a monster after sleeping with you, Buffy. Hey, Fingers good job, crossed. Buffy. <laughs> like, eventually he will, but not directly after you gotta kind of feel bad for buffy like again when she wakes up and you can see on her face the moment of like oh god is he not here yep is he here is he a monster what has right? happened like that yeah. is literally her only experience with this so far and then mm -hmm. it's really nice when he's still there and he's like happy well, so to nice. see her yeah we get a little bit about spike showing up at giles's place He's been getting chased by the command bros all night. And Giles is like, hey, remember when you helped me for money? 
And now <laughs> you're saying that I should just help you because I love that Giles gets like a, a couple dollars back, which is all that Spike has left after his uh, blood and smokes binge. He gets a very delightful pile of money. It's a small pile, but everything's just so crumpled. Yeah. And I can just imagine Spike, like, shoving the bills back in his pocket, not caring at all. And Spike's just so angry to have to give it to him. Oh, yeah, it's great. And, I mean, again, Spike is not very smart. No. Because any reasonable person would probably have thought, hmm, if I go ask Giles for help, he's going (laughs) to want the money back, like that time that I made him pay me to help him. Who else does he have? Harmony. And she burned all of his belongings. She's not taking him back. She's her own independent woman for the time being. Good for her. Good for her. (laughs) Riley gets sent after Spike. And Mags turns on Buffy real quick because she can't have anyone taking Riley away from her. It's all so weird, guys. It's so weird. Buffy also starts to plant some doubt seeds about Spooky Pie. Mm-hmm. Yes, right. Yeah, he, she asks what 314 is to Riley, and he's like, uh, probably nothing. I don't know. I've never heard of that before. That's probably not, not even a thing. But then he goes to peer through the restricted door. <laughs> mm, Peering. Which is just such a bad idea. I mean, yeah. Mags is obviously going to come up right behind you. Yeah, and like the whole Buffy being a bad soldier and asking questions thing, that starting to rub off on Riley is exactly what Mags doesn't want. Oh, no. Can't have that. Cannot have that. Adam, though, is a lucky boy. He's going to get one of the arms from the Pokedemon. Ooh, good. Going to do some poking himself. That'll be fun for him. Won't it, though? That'll be so nice. What a nice present. It'll probably be fun for everyone, right? Yeah. Yeah. I don't think that can end poorly for anyone involved in this. (laughs) (laughs) definitely not (laughs) okay so we had a a segment about it they gave it a nice send off on the show and yet for some goddamn reason Xander still has residual phantom soldier memories telling him that Spike has a tracker embedded in his back I feel like anybody who's ever seen an action movie would have reached the same conclusion It's astonishing that Giles did not reach this conclusion after being like, oh, there's something in here and it's blinking. And then having to bring up Xander's soldier knowledge, like, guys, didn't we already say goodbye to this bit? It (sighs) seemed like we did, but then they were like, hmm, we are dealing with a bunch of soldiers and Xander does have that soldier knowledge. Uh... If only we could lean on it somehow in sort of like a crutch sense. (gasps) <gasps> yeah oh man really hope uh hope this doesn't keep coming back too long we will see when will it end Jesus god that's like Christ. is that halloween the first halloween episode so season, so season two. two so episode what, like halloween like five? 97 probably yeah yeah but yeah spike's got himself a back beacon probably means that the the command bros are on their way Episode 18 was Halloween, by the way. This is episode 69, so... 69, that's That's the one. Long time ago. Hey, episode 69 and Riley and Buffy getting it on. Uh, Yeah. Uh, Here uh, I thought we weren't going to do this. Because we were better than this. Who knew? Who knew? (laughs) I could cut all of this out. Megs gives Buffy a taser, and it's possibly the worst idea for anyone involved. (laughs) Because... 
Like, Why? Buffy, doesn't... Buffy walking around with this fucking oh, thing. Oh, jeez. Like, she's not exactly stealthy at the best of times. She doesn't have her cap on. Giving her a huge-ass fake gun ain't gonna help. She clearly does not know how to hold or fire this thing. And, like, really, she does not need it. I feel like she's proven that time and time again. So many times. Anyway, Mags has given her a super secret mission just for Buffy, because she's a real hero. It's going to be super simple, though. Just do some recon. It's probably like a raccoon or something. And she wants to, like, be sure that Buffy knows that once she gets back from this <laughs> mission, they're going to they answer talk about all everything. the questions. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, yeah, it's going to be great. Immediately after you get back. It's fine. Yeah, no, it's not at all suspicious. Willow ionizes the air around the tracker, <laughs> disrupting the tracker signal and giving us the episode thumbnail. There you go. It's, like, got almost nothing to do with the rest of the episode. Why did they even bother hairspraying everyone's hair up for this, like, one shot? It's very strange. It's just some it's overly cartoony. fun, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, like, there are some notes in here that are just they're so kind of we- like weird and out of place. Like mm-hmm. this scene, the boost bars. The boost bars. Right? Like, honestly, Michaela, if, if the boost bars don't come back, if those <laughs> don't come back, I'm going to be so angry. Like, why have these fucking boost bars? You've got multiple minutes of Xander talking about these stupid things. And there's a gag about how gross they are because Giles tries one. Sure, mm-hmm. it, no, it's all bad. So Buffy's been sent on the recon, and she comes across a couple of sewer demons. But oh no, she saw these demons in the Inquisition pit. <gasps> Double-crossed! <gasps> she what? He's a 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 what? He was what? She what? He's a music man! Yeah, exactly. It's been so long. It's been so long. I did it. So the, like, gate slams down behind her. The, you know, the sewer gate, as you do. The <laughs> sewer portcullis. It is a portcullis. Why does the sewer have a portcullis? That's really problematic, huh? Mags should super know by now. There there are so many things wrong with Mags' yes. plan. Let's actually, let's leave that for a little, okay. little bit longer. So many things wrong, though. Anyways. And actually not even that far, because we got Buffy trapped in the sewer, and then she's got this, like, camera on her head through which Max can monitor her. She fights the demons, and it looks like, from the camera's perspective, Buffy dies, because it falls off of her. But oh no, Buffy's actually fine, and she manages to, like, whatever, kill both demons, electrocuting one of them with the malfunctioning taser that Max gave her. <laughs> While this has been happening, Spike's tracker has been removed and flushed down a toilet, so the command bros have lost his track as well. I actually have a problem with that, too. Oh, it's very problematic, but go for it. Barring the fact that flushing a tracker would probably destroy it. Mm-hmm. Let's not even think about that. Ryfi has been to Giles' house <laughs> yeah. before. Yeah, once they're... He should see the coordinates and be like, oh, yeah. oh no. This is terrible. They're close enough that he should be like, hmm, I've been to this area of town before. Hmm. Yeah. In that direction is where Giles lives. Mm -hmm. Hmm. Like last week I was here. Yeah, it's not hard to put together. No, it's really not. So yeah, that's that's very problematic. And do the sewer systems actually work like that? Or is there probably like some sort of holding tank that gets pumped every... It's fine. It's fine. Whatever. (laughs) They lose... 
Spike's track, and uh, it's all a gag about how incompetent all the CBs are. Riley goes back to the Inquisition, and Mags breaks the news to Ryfi, and now we can really get into all of the problems with Mags' plan. Oh, yeah, yeah. Problem number one. She thought two demons would kill Buffy. Right, and it seems that the Inquisition, in general, just continues to underestimate Buffy. Correct. And I get that they they don't really have a concept. Like, they haven't seen Buffy do that much fighting. Also correct. Meg saw Buffy take out the squad. Granted, those were humans. She mm-hmm. knows, presumably, or has a ballpark of how many baddies Buffy has killed. She told Mags last right? episode or two episodes ago, yeah. And she thinks that a couple of demons with some axes... Can demons operate guns? I would have given those demons guns. Better yet, I would have found some command bros that were super loyal. Right? But then you have loose ends, potentially. Like, do you kill them too? Where does it end? Get a fuckload of demons in there then. I don't know. (laughs) Do do something better than this. Poison gas at the same time as demons. Mm. Demons breathe it in, they get stronger. Buffy Buffy breathes it in, she dies. Poison gas is good. There are so many ways. This is like James Bond villain level of plan to kill the hero. Well, then it gets even worse because that's Mag's first mistake. Second mistake, another classic Bond villain mistake, not actually watching to confirm the kill or sending some command bros in to confirm the kill. She absolutely jumped the gun on this confirmation. 100%. Third mistake, she... Fucking left all the TVs on behind her, all tuned to channel Buffy. I mean, that, I think second mistake and third mistake are, actually, no, it's all just a bunch of overconfidence. Yeah. It's all just overconfidence and thinking that, yeah, Buffy, the mystical slayer. (laughs) Is just a bunch of hokum. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, maybe that's (sighs) a problem of like mysticism versus science and her not really understanding these forces that she's dealing with. No, it all hinges on Mags being so completely, unspeakably stupid in a way that we have not seen her be before. It seems insane that she would make these mistakes. It's like they have a new character for her for this one episode and then all of the episodes going forward from this. Yeah, yeah, Yeah. exactly. So weird. This is where she gets overtly inappropriate, where she's like, Mm. Riley, Riley, come back, Agent Finn. Oh, yeah. And you're like, yo, lady, that's... Right, because Buffy was on all the TVs behind her. (laughs) Riley saw that Buffy's still alive, and Buffy's like, yo, Mags, you're going to have to try harder than that to kill me, because that's what you do. And Riley walks away, and yeah, Mags is uh, very inappropriate. From a writing perspective, how else do you convince Riley that his commanding officer tried to kill Buffy? Like, as Buffy. No! Right. No, that, I think that works really well. I think the moment is actually really good. When Riley is confronted by this and walks away, the emotion that he's got going on, Mags is acting, all that's really good. Buffy's getting to show some badass like we see only occasionally, frankly, yeah. like from a character's perspective. And that's all great. It's just the fact that Mags had to be such a fucking dummy to have this happen in the first place. That's the problem with it. I don't know if there's a way to fix it. If you introduce a middleman type character 
who assures her that it's done and hasn't like actually checked and then mm-hmm. it all gets fucked up because of that you got your forest type character maybe right. who already has noted anti-buffy sentiments who knows maybe maybe but yeah at any rate it's all just it's a bad situation for mags to be in but hey lose one son gain another right always find the silver lining oh it is silver his silver <laughs> shiny shoulder Mag's monologues to herself for a while while just standing around Adam. And then we get into our final segment, coming in late. Mm. This one's called Twist Ending. Come on, Uh, I was so sure you had no idea, and I you didn't, so uh, I feel great about it. I've ostensibly seen this show. How is it that I remember fucking nothing about the latter half of this season? Adam kills Mags? <laughs> you remember up to Hush, and then it's just all a big blank. Like, nothing. Absolutely nothing, because Riley is, as far as I can tell, gone from the initiative. And I'm like, but I thought that was his entire thing. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know how the season ends. I know that we have the Riley and and Buffy banging in a house episode coming up at some point. Maybe Uh, this season. And that's what I got. (laughs) Oh, it's exciting stuff. Holy you know shit. Basically nothing. I can't spoil anything anymore. Not for Damn this one. It. You know far more about season five, I think. Oh, tons more about season five. Yeah. Season six, I got some of that on lock. Yeah. You sort of have flashes in each season. Yeah. You forget really large chunks. Like very large. Yeah. Almost as if I watched all of this sort of in the background across a couple months maybe for mm-hmm. six and a half seasons <laughs> nine ten years ago ten oh my god it's been ten years <laughs> it's because we're very old Ooh. all right anyway that's our that's our episode yeah wraps up with a nice big surprise Michaela did you like this episode it's okay <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah right because it, it very strongly has, like, the A plot and the B plot, right? Yeah, weirdly. Buffy is not a show that does that well. No, I don't think so. And having the Scoobies off having their own adventure without Buffy, just, I don't know. It they sort of it sort of amounts to nothing. Like, they help Spike, but really all of that could have not been in the episode, and it would have changed nothing, right? Yeah. I yeah. forgot to mention, Willow and Tara spend the night together. Oh, yeah. I mean, they're just doing magic, right? Uh-huh. <laughs> doing magic all night. Sexy Not a times. metaphor. <laughs> well, do you have a fashion outfit from the episode that you liked oh, best? Tablecloth skirt, obviously. Tablecloth skirt's so insane. Because <laughs> I don't think <sighs> I can pick Riley's sex face. <laughs> <laughs> No, I'm terrible. <laughs> it's so good, though. It's, it's so fucking, good. The picture makes me laugh every time I look at it. I honestly... 
Oh, man. Yeah. <laughs> and before we get to the Teeks review, who do you think won this episode? Oh, no. Buffy? Adam? <laughs> I thought you said we weren't calling him that. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, yeah. Buffy, maybe. Adam... Kills his mommy. Well, well, I mean, he's awake now, which is great for him. He has a pretty spooky polka arm. He's an accomplished accordionist. (laughs) Yep, correct. (laughs) Right. Uh, And yeah, he clearly is not a fan of the woman that made him a... I don't know what to call him. We keep calling him a Frankenstein, which I'm going to stick to, I think. Even yeah. though I know it's Frankenstein's monster. Yeah, sure. Whatever. Yeah, I'm not. I'm going to keep calling him a Frankenstein. Yeah, he's a Frankenthinger. Yeah. So, yeah, Adam did pretty well. Yeah. Buffy did pretty well, I'll say. Yeah, she got betrayed, but her boyfriend stuck with her. She slept with a guy who didn't turn into a monster and leave her immediately. This is, I, I vote hard for Buffy, actually. Yeah, I'm going Buffy, for sure. It, it is nice that they did the same thing again, where they did the red sheets they did mm-hmm. her waking up and having the moment of panic. The panic, and then, yeah. Oh, finally, the guy is still there and is still perfectly normal. Yeah. Well, Michaela, I have a doozy for you. What do <laughs> you think Teeks called this episode? Or titled his review for the episode, rather? It's uh, The One Where. Okay. Oh, God. The options. It's just... Start naming them. There's so many options, you know? Yeah. The one where I mean would he would he go straight for the end? That's that's the spoileriest we can get. I don't know though. That seems insane. <laughs> Just insane enough to work. Ooh. <laughs> so it's it can't possibly be the one where Adam wakes up. That is not correct. Okay. I'll allow you to guess again. Okay. The one where Buffy is betrayed? You're on the right track. <laughs> the one where I don't know, like, I, I can't even imagine if the subject isn't Buffy, like... The one where Maggie tries to kill Buffy. <laughs> I was on that track, okay. And you're like, holy shit, that's not a Teeks episode title I expected in no, any way. That's about as spoilery as you can get, other than giving away the super twist of the end. Yeah, the one where Adam kills Maggie. Yeah. I yeah. love that he calls her Maggie. I don't think we've ever actually seen that before. That is her uh, name, technically. Yeah, Mags, whatever. Yeah. And it's just like, I would never in a million years, I don't think, would I have guessed the one where Maggie tries to kill Buffy. <laughs> You've got so many other options for this episode, and he just doesn't take them. Anyway, I really enjoy this episode. I really like it. I think it's a good episode, and it gives the audience more information about what the initiative is, Inquisition Teeks. <laughs> And what they're really doing. We got the usual summary. Best part of the episode. When the gang is removing Spike's tracer. Incorrect. That's pretty boring. I guess we get the cartoon hair. Yeah, I could totally see see Teeks being into that. And there's a lot of other gags happening where, like, Mm -hmm. you know, Xander and Anya are still eating the suspicious boost bars. Right. Yeah. Worst part of the episode. When Maggie tries to manipulate Riley. That's actually a really well done part of the episode. Anyway. I mean, I can see why Teeks doesn't like it again. I think this number will confuse you. Overall, I give this episode a 7 out of 10. Whoa. Which in my ratings book is great. And you're like, wait, I thought you really enjoyed this episode. And that you really like it. 
It's not a particularly fun episode, though. I guess. So, I mean, barring the things that Teeks said, I don't think I would have guessed that Teeks would really like this episode that much. Mm. It's got those wacky gags, though, that if they're not in there for Teeks, who are they in there for? Who are they in there for? Yeah, it's a weird one. Anywho, that is it for this episode. What is coming up next? So the next episode is called Goodbye, Iowa. Goodbye, Iowa. Oh, no, yes. (laughs) (laughs) I hated it, loved it, and then accepted my fate. (laughs) Goodbye, Oa. Did you see the the Netflix thumbnail for this one? No, I've seen nothing. Okay. I saw the episode title, and that was it. I've kept my eyes pure. They are unspoiled. I think you can probably put a couple things together. Well, it seems to imply that Riley's leaving, and... There's (sighs) this... This Frankenstein guy who just woke up. Hopefully we're going to see him again next episode. Yeah. So that was a pretty big cliffhanger. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Man, if he just goes to Iowa and tears shit up there, that'd be amazing. <laughs> Adam hitchhikes across the country, <laughs> commits a minor atrocity, and comes back to Sunny D, you know? <laughs> oh, Adam. What a wacky guy. Well, wacky that'll be guy. fun. Do you want to tell me anything more about it? Or is it just a nice surprise? Yeah. I like that you know nothing. <laughs> damn it. God damn it. This can't go on. Does it make me sound mad with power? Maybe a, a little, little bit. Yeah. 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 I can go for a mad with power. Well, I guess that's it for us for this week then. Our listeners can always reach out to us on the reddit that's buffy.reddit.com or via email beyondthenew.hellmouth at gmail.com and if they want to reach out personally they can find us on bubbly which is another audio only social network (laughs) where you can okay listen you can add the equivalent of like snapchat filters onto your audio messages it all seems like a giant fuck you for deaf people and i don't know why like man audio is the worst format anyway I mean, audio is the best format. Podcast forever. <laughs> you can find us on there at a bit of the bubbly. Or mm. that's me, sorry. And Michaela. I'm on there at bursting my bubble. Very nice. And until next week. Farewell, farewell from, from the, the Hellmouth. 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 Hellmouth.